Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Welcome to Unaddiction, the podcast. My name is Dr. Nzinga Harrison. I'm a board-certified psychiatrist with a specialty in addiction medicine and co-founder and chief medical officer of Eleanor Health. On this podcast, we explore the paths that can lead to addiction and the infinite paths that can lead to recovery. Our guests are sharing their own experiences, the tools that have helped them along the way, and the formulas that allow them to thrive in recovery one day at a time. This week, Ed Popel, aka Mrs. Kasha Davis, joins us on the pod. I'm not going to say I was brought to tears, but y'all, I was brought to tears. So let me give you a little background on Ed before we jump into the show. Ed Popel was born and raised in Scranton, Pennsylvania. He displayed what would be called effeminate characteristics as a young boy and was ostracized most painfully by his father. When he came out as gay, his parents disowned him. He left his 18-year career as a successful telemarketing executive to follow his dream of being a performer. And that's how I came to know of him as Mrs. Kasha Davis on RuPaul's Drag Race. Ed shares with us the roles of Alcoholics Anonymous and spirituality as integral parts of his recovery formula as well as the unwavering love and support from his husband, who we affectionately dubbed Mr. Kasha Davis, and the incredible moment his dad saw him for who he truly is. Mrs. Kasha Davis is known for her travel cabaret performances, drag brunches, college bingos, and positivity talks, 
sharing her coming out story, sobriety journey, and jazzy performances, which intertwine forgiveness, determination, motivation, and self-acceptance for audiences of all ages. Be sure to keep an eye out for her story hour for children entitled Imagination Station, coming soon to TV. So welcome. I was so excited when Jen was like, I grew up with Mrs. Kasha Davis. And I was like, what? I was like, (laughs) I know Mrs. Kasha Davis. And this is what's so interesting. So I fly a lot for work. And um, I was on an airplane. And usually I'm asleep because like airplane sleep is the best. Thank you. Yes, it is. And but I was awake. It was a long flight. So I was like, oh, what do they have on this Delta TV screen? And RuPaul's Drag Race season seven it must have been is that the season that you were on yes actually i think it was season four to be honest ed season four and they had the first four episodes and i watched the first four episodes and i was like this was just last year oh wow i was like where has this been my whole (laughs) life and so when i got off the plane over the next two months i finished season four and i also streamed i started at season one episode one i watched every single season all the way through 12 Mm. seasons and so oh wow in two months that's how many episodes i watched and i remembered mrs kasha davis and the reason i remembered mrs kasha davis is because you were so nice you were so funny your drag was the bomb (laughs) like go ahead put that out there right like i loved your performing but i just felt so connected to you as a person on the screen And so when we were doing research for this episode, I told Jada, I was like, I did not realize that you went off in episode five because I would have thought you were all the way to the end just because of how much you stuck with me in the middle of a whole of what, 100 episodes. And so like, do you get that? Well, first and foremost, thank you. And I have learned really that uh that is that is the gem mm-hmm. that is the thing that people gravitate with mrs kasha davis with, with ed. ed i am working very hard to be as mm-hmm. honest and open as possible to be as grateful as possible and to spread kindness mm-hmm. i knew as a little boy girl gal girl boy fella <laughs> and that's my line that i use on stage that that child i knew that I'll never forget the funniest story. My uncles and my dad were in the military and we were all sitting on the porch. And of course they were having their drinks and whatever. And we're sitting there outside and they, and I was a little, I was little, I don't know how young. And they said, so what branch of the military are you going to be in? I said, the Salvation Army. I love everybody. And of course they all laughed, but I really think that I have followed it's pure. through. <laughs> in, you know, it was, I just... I've always known that I was a spiritual mm, person. I didn't know mm-hmm. what that meant. It's come into fruition in my in my later years, but I remember my mother would say, "Oh, Eddie, you just you have so mm. much love. Go outside and go tell me when you lie down in the grass and look up at the trees, tell me if you can hear God oh, waving wow. to you." She would say things like that, and I would see the leaves and I would just get into this place and I have just always had this desire to be kind. And so it's really escalated in the drag persona and it's given me the platform to be able to, in a showy Mm -hmm. kind of 
charismatic clown way to just be this exaggerated version yeah. of that. And I loved it. I really felt it. So before we get too far in, I like to ask everybody at the end of the show. So I say this is me like giving you a heads up on the final exam, although there are only A pluses on this final exam. <laughs> okay, great. And the last question that I'll ask you before we get out of here. So this is on Addiction, the podcast. It's a companion to Unaddiction, the book, which thank you for writing a blurb to be seen on the back of the cover jacket. Oh gosh. And we made up this word unaddiction with the idea that we want people to unlearn what we think we know about addiction, undo the stigma that is killing people, and uncover the conversations that we need to be having. And so like the goal of this podcast is to be having those conversations. At the end of this episode, Ed, I want to ask you. If there is one thing you want the listeners to either unlearn or one stigma you want the listeners to undo or one conversation you want the listeners to uncover, what would that be? But save it to the end. Don't answer right now. I see see your brain turning. (laughs) Right. Oh, that's a fun question. Okay. Okay. I'm saving it. Before we get into it, I think it's so amazing. I was watched you on season seven of RuPaul's Drag Race. And then just this morning, like full transparency and honesty, I was like, oh, Mrs. Casa Davis was also on season eight, All Stars. Yes. And on season seven, your stick was, it's always time for a cocktail. There better be a box of wine. (laughs) Right? Right. And then season eight, which was, I guess, eight years later, All Stars, it was... I'm an alcoholic. Oh, wrong meeting and (laughs) sobriety and like the beauty of sobriety. And so can you talk to us about that journey and what recovery is like for you today? Well, goodness, how do I put this into perspective? So when I auditioned for season seven of RuPaul's Drag Race, I was in the throes of my addiction, managing it. Mm -hmm. I always knew I was an alcoholic from the moment I ever had the taste of alcohol. It took away anxiety. For me, it was Mm. a big deal about anxiety. It took it away. And as we know, it then multiplied it and then I'd have to drink more or use Xanax Mm -hmm. or whatever it was. And so at the point, my mother had passed away. I had auditioned seven times. I finally Mm. got cast and I was dealing with so many emotional things that I or I, excuse me, I wasn't dealing with emotional things and anesthetizing with alcohol on a consistent basis. And I was losing all this weight and trying to give the world of drag what I thought they wanted. And so I was cast mm-hmm. and and it was a joy. It was a joy to say that finally in my life, not only am I out, I have a loving, supportive husband. I have two mm-hmm. stepdaughters mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm finally doing something that I've always wanted to do, which is to perform. I went to school for theater. As I mentioned, mm-hmm. I was a dancer. Mm-hmm. And so here I am doing this and crash burn about a few months, I would say, yes, a few months after the bookings weren't coming in. Uh. I was crashing and burning and Mm. drinking more and drinking more to deal with the self-comparison and the self-doubt and uh, ended up, I had left my career that was of 18 years, which was very successful. And I was, mm. it was a management a marketing career in telemarketing for a great company, a good telemarketing company. So I left that. I felt I was disappointing the, my husband by leaving this job with this, mm. this financial security. And then myself, I thought, Oh, you were, you were 
everybody was right. You can't do this. Your father was right. You can't be a performer. Mm. You took this leap and you're not getting bookings. Well, it was also a slow time of the year, which I realized later on. So I wasn't getting these bookings. And there I was drinking all day and I had my third DUI and I was swerving from children. Mm. Mm-hmm. And we talk about a bottom. And all the other times I thought I was managing it. And I realized when I was told the next morning by my husband that that happened, I said, oh, yeah, I have no control. That is not me. This is not managed. This is not me. This is not managed. This is something that happens to me when I consume alcohol and I can't stop and I don't ever want to go there. So I got to my Mm. knees and I prayed and I looked out the window and I asked whatever there was. I had a strong Ukrainian Orthodox church upbringing, but I always used it when I needed it. Mm -hmm. And there I was asking, please help. And from that, the journey began. And so I was able to make recovery my full-time job. I went Mm. into outpatient rehab and I went to multiple meetings a day. And it began the process of rebuilding and relearning and re-emphasizing my spiritual connection and reconnecting to that child that looked out the window and saw God in the leaves. Yeah, that child in the grass. Yeah. I I love that you just said, I thought this was so powerful and then I'm going to butt out and let you keep um, going because I'm like enraptured listening. I love that it started with, this is not me. Because I think that's one of the most destructive myths that we have about addiction is that that addiction is the person. Right. And it's like, no, that addiction is happening to that person. Yes. I, I love that and I relate to that. And I, I realized that I was a zombie. I was obviously in a, mm. I was in a blackout. And I, my memories to this day of that, that new, it was at noon. I, it was like flashes of memory that you would imagine when people say at the end of their life, I had like, I was at a red light and I was swerving. And then I, then I was, mm. then I was, was ter- making a wrong turn. And, and then I had moments of where I remember being, uh, the sobriety test. And then I remember falling in my front, all of this like blinks, mm. blinks, blinks. And I thought, mm-hmm. how did I get to, to this point? And, and apparently I had gone to a liquor store in a blackout and, and driving. And, and I'm like, I, I thinking back at this, I'm like, what was this rationale? It was not the decisions I was taught to make. It's not who the decisions I want to make. I was making these decisions led by alcohol. So fast forward as I learned about the disease of alcohol, what was wonderful, my therapist in outpatient said, a high percentage of people do not stay sober, but these are the things that if you put your effort into it, will help. Mm-hmm. And she talked about mm-hmm. the, the recovery process by joining it with the community of meetings. And for me, that became powerful. I am a meeting person. I love people. I love to hear other Uh people's stories. I love to utilize this card catalog of experiences that someday, if and when I go through it, I can remember so said person Mm. and say, this is how they did X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. And so I, I committed to it and I enjoyed learning more about the disease. I learned more about the fact that I am like so many other people really connected to that little boy who was like, everybody's equal. And I looked around the room and I can see a CEO and somebody uh, maybe who's, you know, currently unemployed and we're the same mm-hmm. and all mm-hmm. ages and, and walks of life. And I thought, Oh, wonderful. This I love. And so when there was the opportunity for finally to go to on all stars, I was like, yes, I get to do this sober. And I have uh-huh. always 
wanted the anonymity part for me is not necessary because I want to help people. It's not about bragging. I know I have one day at a time. I am so amazed at the things that have happened in my life and the clarity that I mm. want to share this with other people. So I knew that in preparation for going to All Stars, like, you know, what would be your opening line? I was like, oh, absolutely. My name is Mrs. Kasha Davis and I'm an alcoholic. Like, so powerful. Yes. All those years of me saying the line, uh, there's always time for a cocktail and celebrating getting hammered. Uh -huh. I, and the, and the jokes within the, the boozy housewife, all of that was fun and funny. And it still is for people if they are able to drink in a healthy manner. But for me, it was mm -hmm. never healthy. And so to be open and honest, when I tell you, I'm sitting here, I'm looking at a wall, this in my, I'm in my costume area and I have all these thank you notes. And it is amazing. <laughs> I'm literally over here, like fangirling your costumes. Well, I get messages on the daily basis, on the daily mm. basis. And I do cameo messages on a daily, on the weekly basis where people are sharing their journey and telling me how, because I am speaking of yes. it, that it has helped them to start. And I have people, you know, I have one month today. I have two years today. I have, mm -hmm. and it's because you mentioned it. And that is a bigger payment for the work that I do than anything I could imagine. It's so beautiful. I'm doing this um, program. It's called Positive Intelligence Quotient. I don't know if you've heard it. I think it is something that you would love. I'm not being paid for this endorsement, PQ. <laughs> and so the purpose of this program is really to like in the moments of pain in our life to be able to find the sage and say like, what is the gift of knowledge or what is the gift of power or what is the gift of inspiration that makes this moment necessary and meaningful? And so what I hear you saying is like that rock bottom, most painful flashes of don't even know how I got here in a blackout to a liquor store, to a red light, to swerving, to where to a sobriety test, to where I am, was the gift of inspiration not just for you to get sober, but to be able to start season eight all-stars like I'm an alcoholic. And so many people see that and receive that gift of inspiration. It's just- Well, thank you. It's beautiful. I love it. <laughs> well, and so people would say uh, over the years, so is it when I would talk about sobriety, they would say, oh, so is it uh, is it time for a mocktail in a, in a, in a jabbing mm -hmm. way? And I was like, oh, well, sure. And so I had, I thought about it and immediately it came to my mind that my catchphrase would change to there's always time for kindness. Ugh. And I know that the world needs that in so many ways. And so when I was eliminated on season mm -hmm. eight, I took that same pose that I took when I was eliminated on season seven and said, there's always time for mm. a cocktail. And now said, there's always time for mm. kindness. And when I tell you my instant messages and yes. all blew up, yes. the world, the world heard it. They felt yes. it. People told me they, they cried along with me because I wasn't crying because I was being eliminated. I was crying because I was full of gratitude. Mm. What a marvelous opportunity for a drag queen who has lived in a time when we had to hide yeah. being who we were, yeah. which were part of the reasons which drove me to drink. Because yep. I was always so ashamed of who I was, but now we're celebrating mm -hmm. on an international mm -hmm. basis. People know your name and you have this platform and this opportunity to share Yes, fabulosity and laughter and humor, but also to share the commonality that we all have. This is why I believe people are gravitating to RuPaul's Drag Race, because they see these way different appearing people. Mm -hmm. And then they like, oh my gosh, I relate to that person. I feel that. I've had that same experience. I've felt that same emotion. Yes. And that is what I think is the magic 
It's in uh, the episodes, but also in Untucked, where people are sharing their truth mm -hmm. in a way that a drag queen looks like they're so ridiculous. They're so over the top that it's easy to say, well, I'm not like them. But then all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, I am just yeah. like them. That is me. I see myself on the screen. And it's a wonderful thing too, when I see at our when we have drag con where people get together to see the queens of RuPaul's Drag Race and beyond the other uh, people who have are looking to be cast, etc. But it's this beautiful convention. When you look across the room, you see, I say, people of all ages. But what you primarily see, you see young women. Really? And I am inspired by this because I have sisters who struggled with, oh, goodness, I don't look like this person mm. on a magazine. And this is the style, and I don't fit mm. into that. And I'd like to wear this, but everybody's wearing that. And a drag queen is like, do whatever you want. And we celebrate every yeah. shape and size and color. And I love to see that. Mm. I love to see that inspiration uh, being passed on to anyone, really. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career and here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. It's almost here. The NYX Anniversary Sale starts this Thursday, May 9th at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. So mark your calendar this Thursday, May 9th for the NYX anniversary sale. Get 30% off all leak-proof underwear, shapewear, activewear, and more. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. Don't miss this. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
Yeah, I love it so much. My husband and I are big Beyonce fans, and we just went to her. I mean, of course. So we just went to the most um, recent concert. And even just before we even got into the arena, like it was such a beautiful expression of everybody here being them. And then she put like everybody on the stage, right? All the way down to, well, I won't spoil it for anybody who maybe is, right? you know, I don't need any death threats coming my way, but um, <laughs> get a hold well, of myself. I'm not laughing at the death threat, but yeah. I'm, I'm laughing like- at <laughs> <laughs> That was not funny. You know what I mean? But it was I, just, That's the world we live yeah, in. Yeah, it was just beautiful. It was just beautiful. And it reminds me like back to what you said about being in the rooms and looking around and being like, This is our innate humanity. This is our innate humanity. And this is part of, you know, what I'm so passionate about. Like, we make people start to believe that this disease is who they are. And because they have this disease, somehow their innate humanity is no longer valuable or no longer beautiful. And we do it in so many different ways, not just with addiction. We do it with being gay. We do it with being trans. We do it with being black. We do it with being short. We do it with being not having hair. We do it with your teeth aren't straight, right? Like all of all of the ways that we give this wrong message that somehow your innate value is not magnificent. And to me, like, that's what drag is. It's so big and it's so magnificent because it's like the innate beauty of people in costume. Yes, I love that. And I, I love that there are more and more celebrities, performers, artists continuing to share kindness, to continuing yes. to address these social issues, which I think it's always that way. But And that we have platforms mm-hmm. like this podcast that is tied to a book and so many resources for people. Because as we know, we all have to find our own way. And if, if there are more people talking about their experience of all walks of life, someone's going to say, oh, okay. Because you often hear people saying, how do I experience joy? How do Mm. I live without my alcohol or drug of choice? Mm -hmm. How do I move past these things of any form Mm -hmm. of addiction, really? Food, sex, scandal, all the, how do I exist without it? And the more people show how they're existing and the tools, I only had tools in my life. I was brought up in a, in a fairly decent home. I'm not going to give them too much credit. (laughs) (laughs) We had issues. We had issues. But, you know, it was fine. And then... Welcome welcome to having a family. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so And so I knew right from wrong is my point. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so I had this toolbox that said, when you have a bad day or a struggle or even joy, you reach for food, drugs, mm-hmm. alcohol. And now I, there's a simplicity of... Hungry, angry, lonely, yes, tired. Halt. Are you? Are you? Are, love, I halt. love halt. I, I, okay, teach us about halt, <laughs> please, Ed. Right. Yes. Well, so it's an acronym where it says stop before you react or uh, respond with reaching for something. Ask yourself: Are you hungry, angry, lonely, or tired? And these things are often the reason why we may be uh, ready to act in a certain way or to maybe go into reaching for a drink or whatever, or just simply being miserable. Mm -hmm. Losing your ability to be kind. Yes. And I have learned, wow, the power of a nap. 
even if it's 10 minutes, I just need to sit quiet yes. for 10 minutes, especially in this world where a foot away is a phone and a computer and we're so connected and everyone's reaching and asking and the power of uh, the first tattoo I got, I reach over this way, it says grateful. The power of gratitude, as you mentioned, in the tough times, what, what in this moment, stop and mm -hmm. look around, look at your feet, look left and right. What is it that we can be grateful mm. for? And when you find that and you remember that and you journal on, on the, these positive things, it's the simplicity, the mind shift of moving from what I don't have, what I'm lacking to what I do have. Mm -hmm. And it seems as though the universe then provides you more of this, the power of meditation and or mm -hmm. prayer and just walking in nature, mm -hmm. uh, the reading of so many wonderful books like yours or the podcasts or the, the ones that lead you to meditation. And now there's a million Instagram positivity places that you can reach for mm -hmm. and get in your algorithm. And then of course, reaching out to others and getting into your community. These tools have taken me to another place yeah. in my life that I could not have dreamt. I was I, I was dreaming for such a, a basic life story. Mm. And now this has given me intricacies within my career and within my relationship with myself, mm. with my higher power, with my spouse, with my stepchildren. We have such a stronger, more beautiful bond. It's all because of, of this journey. I couldn't, I couldn't truly couldn't be more grateful. That toolbox yeah. is overflowing now. I love what you said, which is like, if we think about the journey to recovery as a path to just be like very literal with the metaphor, one, so many people don't know the path exists, don't even have the experiences that let them dream of a path to abundance like you just described. And two, even if you're longing for a path, if you don't see anybody that quote, looks like you. And I'm not just talking about race, age, gender. I'm just talking about somebody you can connect with, like, I feel a connection with that person. Then you don't even know where to take the first step to get on the path. So that's what I love when you're saying you're sitting in the rooms and you like have this Rolodex file of experiences, right? right. Like basically that's like whenever you can't see the path, somebody else has walked, burned down a path in that tall grass that you're like, that may be a path for me. This may be a path for me. This may yes. be a path for me. I've heard people tell me that sobriety seems like it would bo be boring and suck. Right. I've heard that. <laughs> I thought that. And I remember, first off, there were trickles of moments of me trying to get sober before sobriety. I would take that, what do they call it? No drinks January. Uh huh. And I would last like maybe at the most three weeks before I started sneaking it. And so I thought, well, that wasn't too bad, but I was kind of bored on Friday nights, you know, was because my circle of friends were we were enabling one another. So we had this group of people that we essentially stuck together because this one was just as bad as this one or whatever we thought. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and it was, it was celebrated to get messy. And then this, the, the second thing is I asked my primary care physician at the time, I said, I think it was around when my mom passed and I was drinking heavily and I lied mm -hmm. about what I drank. I didn't tell him the truth. And I think that I would think that he knew that, but obviously he was taking my word for it. My point is I did not know all of the free ways <laughs> towards this recovery journey. I did not know. I thought, for instance, going to AA, you had to have a prescription. 
I really did. Oh, wow. I did not know. I knew nobody. Yeah. Because why would I? Right. My disease told me, don't you hang around with them. Uh-huh. The jokes were, those are quitters. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, there's 12 <laughs> steps to recovery and there's 12 steps to the bar. Ha ha. Mm-hmm. You know, or only two steps to the bar. You know, so I'm so frustrated because I remember there were glimpses of people trying to lead me towards those people, mm-hmm. but I was scared of them because mm-hmm. I thought, oh, gosh, boring, weak, mm-hmm. quitter. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, oh my gosh, those were little higher power moments of reaching out saying, hey, hey, they were seeds. try this path, try this path. They were seeds yeah. and now now the flower has blossomed, is is blossoming. I think there's no past tense. <laughs> right, right. It's continuing to evolve and grow. And as long as you water it, nurture it and, and maintain, I'll, I... I have such a uh, connection to my higher power and my my parents have both passed mm. and I'm close with them. They're with me whenever I need them. Mm. And I, I know this. Now, are they right there? Do I see them? Do I hear them? No. I sense their embrace. I was so fearful of my mom passing and it was, uh, I now can look back because of um, outside help, some therapy, some uh, grief counseling, all of these things yeah. that I think are wonderful. It helped me to realize she was also an addict. Mm. She was dealing with pain pill addiction. And so she, mm-hmm. oh, well, this was prescribed by the doctor, you know. And so I was always there to, I, I realized now how much I was protecting her. And so I was scared because I knew that she was doing something wrong and that anything at any time mm. something could happen and inevitably did. You know, my favorite story that I just feel compelled to tell you, mm-hmm. growing up, as I mentioned, the 70s and 80s, it was the, the life of being in the closet. It was the life of not being myself. It was... I was, mm. I was trained by my father that all of my feminine qualities were bad. I was expected to act, speak in a lower voice, stand a certain way, not mm. flail my arms. And, and my father was the first person to call me a fairy. And he and I mm. never had a good relationship. And I had so many dreams throughout the years of like, oh gosh, I, I wish, and this is the truth, I wish he would pass away in his sleep. We had verbal and physical altercations on the daily. Mm. And so fast forward, my mom passes and he starts to take a look at his life and began to clo- get closer to us. They had disowned me for coming out. And uh, mm. we kind of... They both mom and dad? Mom, mom and dad. We kind mm. of got a little closer, but then mom passed and then dad was like, life is short. Like you can tell something hit him like, whoa, mm-hmm. I need to rebuild these relationships. Mm. And he made his effort. Well, I in the sobriety journey, the one thing I never, ever, 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 ever would have dreamt of was that I would suddenly have this relationship with my father. So I started to clean up my side of the street. I started to look at forgiveness. I started to look at my part in uh, certain things, most especially as I got older, not so much as Mm -hmm. a child, but, and I forgave him. And it was at this spot right here where I'm sitting, where one day I just told him, I love him. And he replied, Mm. I love you too. Mm. And I knew he knew about drag, but I was in Scranton, Pennsylvania, and I was booked at a Toyota dealership. To do a, a Toyota show. dealership. <laughs> to do a show. I know. <laughs> to do a show for Kinky Boots. Kinky Boots was coming to, the, to oh, yeah. town. And it was, it's about a, a father and a son's difficult relationship. Mm-hmm. And I was in the paper and I went to visit my mom's grave and I felt this. She's like, go see your father. Go see your father. I'm like, Ugh. So I go see my father. I do. And he says, I see you've got a show tonight. Yeah. Uh, what time? Six o'clock. I'll be there. I literally just like lost all control. I thought, you know, crap my pants. And I was like, no, 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 no. Not a good idea, dad. I, I said, listen, it's okay. I appreciate it, but I'm going to be in drag. He said, I saw the paper. What time? Six o'clock. I'll be there. Oh my gosh. Nervous wreck. So yeah. I'm backstage, which otherwise is known as the sales department. 
<laughs> and here he comes and he comes around the corner and I'm in full drag and he says, wow, Eddie, you're beautiful. No. Oh. Not Kasha. And it wasn't a joke. He meant it. And during the show, we shook hands, which was that masculine, you know, you shake hands. And my friend got a photo of it and I posted it on social media. And a few months later, my dad is ill and uh, goes through all the complications of cancer. And I'm there every minute of the way. Mm. I'm there with my sisters and we're at the bedside and all of it. And he passes and on the side of his bed, there's this box and I open it. It was we're cleaning things out and there's a piece of paper and his friend had emailed him. He said, did you see Kasha at the Toyota dealership? And he said, yes, that's my son, Eddie. And I am so proud. And, um, I get emotional when I think about it because I never would have ever, ever expected us to get to that place. Mm -hmm. And there is only one reason. It's because of the work that I put in and the gifts of sobriety and the stories that I heard in the rooms of people who were able to do the same. Mm. My sponsor encouraged me, forgiveness, 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 acceptance, mm -hmm. clean your side of the street. And I was able to take those suggestions. And again, that's something that I just wrote off. I thought we we're just going to hate each other until the end. Yeah. And we didn't have a lot of time of joy, but it was really meaningful. And um, he saw me. Mm. Even though I was in that full drag regalia, mm -hmm. he saw me mm -hmm. through that and said he was proud and said I was beautiful. And so yeah. I share that story as often as I can because I think it's a true example of of what can happen. On Because oftentimes we look for the house, the boat, the car, the, the new job. But those things that are so beautiful and meaningful that can happen because of putting in the work. Yeah. Absolutely beautiful. I um, am getting myself together over here because <laughs> you can see the tears running down yeah, my yeah. face, even though the listeners cannot. That is, um, that is what I hope for for every son and father who have had this experience of a relationship, which is so common with so much pain. That was just, I love your dad. I, <laughs> I do too. He's, he really, he surprised us all with how hard yeah. he worked at, that right before his passing on. Oh and, my goodness. Uh, Just beautiful. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> I'm like trying to get myself together. Our time is very close to up together. Ed, this has been incredible. Thank you for sharing. So I think this is what I connected to the first time I saw you on TV for sharing so vulnerably and authentically. I think the more we can connect our deepest selves to each other, like the healthier we get from all angles. So just thank you for that. Thank you. Yeah. I, I really, I think it's so, so important, especially in the world we live in with technology to be open and honest. I think there's yeah. all too often people put on another face and a facade mm -hmm. and the truth heals. Yep. The truth it really does. All right. So I promised the final exam. <laughs> the time has come. The question from the top of the show. Now, I would love to hear your, you send us out on some words of wisdom, not that you haven't been taking us to school all episode. <laughs> if there's one thing you want people to unlearn about addiction and recovery or undo a piece of stigma or uncover a conversation that we need to have, what would it be? Hmm. 
Well, I think the thing that res- that's coming to me is that no matter how low we get, no matter how bad it is, on the way here, I was coming from the gym and I was driving past somebody, a young man in the very, very hot sun standing asking for money. And I'm thinking as I was going through the light and I saw him and I just felt this sadness that he was emitting. And I thought to myself, I've heard these stories and I've been through these difficult times where I thought, I'm so low, I have lost my light. Mm. I have lost my love for myself. And my mom was such a gem. She is the one of the main reasons why I do drag, because I get to keep her humor and some of her fabulosity alive. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember as a child watching her put on makeup and wanting to do it and being interested in it. And uh, she said, Eddie, no matter what you do, in this life. And this is what I would say to anyone who feels as though they're so low that they've lost their light, which is their love for themselves, Mm -hmm. is to look in the mirror every day after you brush your teeth, Eddie, and say, I love you. Mm. Because when you love yourself, everything is possible. And I think it is so important to remember that no matter what happens in this life, that that light and that love is still as strong as ever. Mm -hmm. It takes that courage and effort for ourselves to look deep into ourselves and, and remember that it's we are of value, we are love, we are light, we are all the same. Mm-hmm. I love it. So that was what kind of came to me. I I like to share that because she was just, she was such a gem. And I know that there are listeners out there who just think, oh my gosh, it just simply can't get any worse. But it all begins to rebuild when we love ourselves. Yeah. I love it. Well, I do not have any words to put behind those beautiful words of sage wisdom. (laughs) Just to say thank you. So incredible. Thank you so much. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. What a joy. You're like such a real person. You know, you like see somebody on TV and you're like, oh, my God, I'm a fan. (laughs) And you're just like. You're just like such a real person. I feel like you just like eat fried chicken. I, I would love that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Our favorite. You know, we discovered later, uh, what's it called? Nashville hot chicken. Oh my gosh. Oh, I don't know. I have the taste buds of a toddler. So when it has hot in the name, I don't know about that. I get, I know I get it. Our daughter's that way too. She's like, nope, just <laughs> plain, plain, plain. But, but fried chicken though, who says no to fried chicken? If you or a loved one are experiencing addiction, seeking support in your own recovery, or have questions about substance use, visit eleanorhealth.com. That's E-L-E-A-N-O-R health.com. My book on addiction, Six Mind-Changing Conversations That Could Save a Life, is now available for pre-order at bookshop.org, Union Square and Company, Barnes & Noble, Amazon, and wherever books are sold. You can find me on LinkedIn at Nzinga A. Harrison, MD. Instagram, Threads, and the platform formerly known as Twitter, at Nzinga, MD. That's N-Z-I-N-G-A-M-D. If you liked this episode, please share it with someone you think may need to hear it. Also, please subscribe to this podcast and leave a five-star review. That helps us reach any and everyone who may be looking for support in the face of addiction. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. 
Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Are the old world picturesque shores of Europe calling you? Set sail on an adventure with Avalon Waterways. Enjoy an elevated cruising experience. Avalon Waterways offers smaller ships, bigger experiences with fewer people and more of, well, everything good about river cruising. Don't just dream about quaint towns and cobblestone villages. See them for yourself and make lasting memories. Discover limited time offers today at avalonwaterways.com. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.